Welcome back, everybody, to the Where the Bear podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Happy to have you with us on the SoundCloud and iTunes page as well. Just search hashtag Where the Bear. Click subscribe, and you are in there today. Men's Soccer wrap-up edition with the Men's Soccer coach Eric Pogue and coach. Um, I'd ask you how you're doing, but but I know the answer to that question. And you guys fell in the Horizon League semifinals to Wright State, uh, a 4-1 score. And, look, Coach, there, there's a line I always like to use in any team sport that has a tournament. All things end badly or else they don't end. And only one team gets to go out on their terms. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – yeah, it's it's. I think it's especially difficult when you um, – your season's so compact and so consolidated and, uh, you know, you report mid-August and November 18th, you know, whatever, it just, you know, it ends, you know, just like right. that, you know, and it's, uh, you know, leading up to that and there's, you know, to get there and, and the, the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations, I always say it takes forever to get to August Right, and then you snap your finger, you know, even preseason, it's like, ah, oh, this is dragging on, like, whatever, and then literally snap your fingers, and you're, you know, it's the conference tournament, you know, and it's... Uh, and you're playing for your life every Yeah, night, and you know? so then, yeah, and then if things don't go the way you want them to go on any given day, you know, like, uh, you know, whether it's UIC or, or ourselves or, or whatever, then... Um, yeah, you you just leave with a little bit of a. It's hard at first because it's just like you're just shell shocked, you know. Like for it to just be over in the snap of a finger, and and like to process that real quick is is hard because I think you want to first thing want to do is like what all went wrong and what all did this and listen, it's a ninety minute game and any you know especially in, in mid November and one team's going home. Yeah, elements and things and to be honest, sometimes situations of the game can make a game in november you know u of d and milwaukee are playing in a blizzard you know like uh you know we're playing on a, a you know a real iced up field you know like so that's that can change things as well because it'd be like you know all of a sudden you work all year to get to you know uh august and then you work to get into the conference tournament top six seed and then you work really hard to get to a number two seed and then you work real hard trying to win the conference tournament you know win the regular season and then you get to it and it'd be kind of like saying oh um depending on the elements of the game you know sometimes uh you know this time of year can just turn into a completely different type of a game than what you were playing in august just it goes against your identity and everything you've yeah, built you up. Yeah, could, right? you if you're a possession-based team and this, or if you're, you know, now all of a sudden the elements don't really allow that, like you got to kind of change on the fly. And if that's not who you are, then that's why a lot of times you'll see teams catch fire that you're like, what? You know, like, I mean, West Virginia caught fire. They didn't have the greatest of years. They were like, came in as the sixth seed. There's only six seeds in the MAC tournament, you know, and, but they're, really direct team and and uh you know they caught fire and won the conf mac conference tournament they win the first round against butler and you know they're flying and you know probably they going into that would say their season is like not great and then they leave like oh god we had a great season 
where I thought we had, you know, a good season overall, our team like UIC, but you leave, uh, you know, you kind of just leave. Uh, As you said, shell-shocked. Yeah, you're just shell-shocked, and you're trying to piece it all together. And I think one thing I tried to do is just first just step back and not, like, you know, make any, like, immediate assumptions on anything. Like, oh, we got to change this, and we got to change that, and we got to do this. Like, let's just sit back last week as a staff and sit down and, kind of review the season from top to bottom like one one not just like the final game sure you and know. you and, and you look at what you guys did and again i mean projections aren't the, the best measure to go off of i mean you knew a little bit better what your coaching staff was a talent that you had on your team versus mm-hmm. the people that that put those things together but i mean if you go on paper you guys I'll kick your coverage somewhat this year. I mean, you knew, I knew, the mm-hmm. people around the program knew, but whatever. I mean, to the, to the outside yeah. world, you guys maybe overachieved a little bit, but that's that's where it's really unique, especially in the game of soccer, too. You look at that, you look at that game against Wright State, you guys hit a couple of posts and a crossbar. And, you know, when the, when the score is nil-nil, yeah. Wright State pops a goal, everything changes. That that whole season, everything that, that went into to August to, to that day, you walk away with, with a bad taste in your mouth. When, when in theory, Eric, it, it, I believe it should be celebrated what you guys did. But, yeah. I mean, that's the nature of the beast. Yeah, I mean, we're, you're all you know, I'll judge at the end of the day. Like, we all want to make the NCAA tournament. Sure. You know, and for us, like, we've been to the NCAA tournament, and we know what that tastes like. And, like, that wasn't even quite good enough for us because – you know, we want to be a team that just like fancies ourselves, just make the tournament, and that like we really, you know, felt like especially in men's soccer, I think a team can catch a, you know, 2014. I mean, that team we lost to Michigan State in the second round, but I mean, that team easily, you know, could have been in the final in the Sweet 16, you know, and sure. and maybe you know, nev- game to game, like you said, at this time of year when you're playing, you know, you have you know, 90-minute game, anything can happen, you know, team catches fire, but, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, to the outsider looking in, like, maybe um, the season, you know, we, we, we did have a very good season, but I think we leave a little bit disappointed with, with where we're at, I mean, uh, I think our expectations coming in, um, you know, people to the outside were looking at what we had lost, and, you know, um, new coaching staff and you know um you know losing a lot of uh, different guys and in some key positions and but I think like you said we all knew you know what we were capable of and we knew it was going to take time and but um yeah I just think you know it's just it's just hard to leave this season um like that like that because I really feel like UIC Oakland Milwaukee or Wright State I really feel like any four of us could have won that. I feel like any four of us could have and would have beat Notre Dame. I feel like any four of us had had just as good a chance as as Wright State. It's not taking anything away from Wright State. It's just they, you know, they clicked when when it all mattered, you know. They put their chances away, and we didn't. You watch the first 20 minutes of that, 25 minutes of that game against, uh, us against Wright State, you would have been like this. This could, this, you know, this could go bad for Wright State. You know, this could get away from them quick. But, you know, I think, in a nutshell, that's that's where we came short. Uh, that was our Achilles' heel: is is the inability to 
to put away, you know, not just like sort of kind of chances, but like high quality. Yeah, higher. and you, you think event like it's luck, and like eventually your luck's gonna change. Well, it didn't. Like at the end of the it's it, it's interesting too, Eric. In these in these elimination sports, and you and I have talked about this in the past. I've said this on talk radio before. In these elimination sports, NCAA tournaments, soccer, basketball, all of it. You know, you, you you have said when you and I talked in previous episodes of the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group, you said the the one thing that, that could get us is we don't finish every chance that we get. And in the end, Eric, what you don't do if you're a basketball team that doesn't make free throws, when you get into that NCAA tournament, you look up at a stat line in, in the game you got eliminated in and you're 11 for 20 from the free throw line. I mean, you never truly outrun yeah. what your weakness is, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, and it's – I mean, give credit to the guys because, I mean, a lot of that, was, some of that's beyond their control. I mean, right. we, we didn't anticipate not having certain players, and, and that's just life. Those aren't excuses because, but, you know, we played some guys out of position that we asked some guys to do things that we weren't expecting them to have to do right away. Um, and, you know, credit to them. I always said this team, you know, we didn't have a lot of individual superstars. You know, and um, I think, you know, Charlie Braithwaite was fantastic for us this year. But there's a difference between junior college, All-American at, you know, Georgia Military College. And, and trying to get in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and there's just, and, you know, as a forward as well, when you're, when you're, I mean, he works so hard and he's getting these chances. And, I mean, you see it at the highest levels, like forwards, you know, just like they get in that where they just struggle to find the back of the net, you know, and it's, uh, and it just takes time. And like you said, we, we just ran out of it, you know, if he, sure. he was getting chances and it was, we just, it was everything. I mean, you watch the Marshall game. I mean, Marshall's one of the best teams in the country right now. And you'd be hard pressed to say that we didn't deserve, you know, a result in that game. I mean, he hits the goalkeeper's heels when he's turned around facing the wrong way. Like, sure. like, I mean, we just just one of those years where um things just didn't fall our way and it's i think uh it's a good learning lesson for us but i mean the 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 foundation is there i mean uh, to me honestly it starts with the coaching staff that sure. we put together that is you know second con- second to none yeah, as i say like, I mean, in the country listen the guys have been fantastic i mean you know, Andy Wagstaff coming in as the associate head coach and then, you know, the work that Paul Doro does, um, and, and Tomas Freitas and Demir Muftari and and, you know, Hamid Berry and all those guys helping out was, was fantastic. So I mean that was part of the why we did as well as we did. You know, it starts right there. Uh, I'm convinced of it. But, you know, now it's we saw where we're at we saw the little areas that we need to improve and you know now we're putting a game plan together but it's not i don't think you can go in go in year and out year in and year out and just blow everything up every year because you you know like oh this year missouri state was undefeated so let's just do what missouri state did or hey um you know football uh that's what they do in the nfl man you know lamar jack you know everybody <laughs> wants a lamar jackson you know everybody was so i i think you have to believe in your system and then you have to kind of you know it starts with kind of trademark behaviors for us and then kind of see the areas obviously one that we're losing i mean you lose a left back like elliot bentley 
you know that's that's hard to replace so um and uh you know so do you have that within your team so what we're going to find out here over the winter is do you have that within your team because when you got a guy like elliot bentley you know usually that next guy doesn't really get too many opportunities to prove himself so we're going to see do we have that in-house and then you know what do we need to recruit to play the kind of soccer that we want to play and it's not like oh we're going to switch because you know right state one and now like let's do what they do um, right you just have to do what you do yeah because you don't know i mean we we you know like i said i think we that game could have could have turned either way you know and uh but at the end of the day they you know they did they got it done you know but for us i don't think you can just blow it up and say okay let's change it i think the foundation is there and now we gotta just kind of tinker and tool with it a little bit and you know i think having the winter time it was a really good time to teach and you know i put this out on twitter the other day it's like a lot of you learn i mean it's is cliche but you do you know you learn a ton more you know when you win and or you learn uh, you you learn a ton more when you lose right you know than you ever do when you win but the ability to teach the guys sometimes is easier when you win because the same mistakes are happening they're just being masked right well it's it's human nature right i mean we believe what we see yeah and it's just human nature when you lose like if you show someone video and you're like hey this 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 and you want to you want to defend yourself you want to protect yourself and so it's a little of both where i think we know we had success so we can build on that and teach on that and you know then we also know there's some things that continue to snake bite us you know, we said the same things like time and time and time again, you know, and we worked on them. It's not like we didn't. Um, I think we were, we were prepared for every game. I think we were ready for every game. There are certain matchups that are always going to be difficult for you. I don't care what kind of team you put together, you know. Um, you put a certain kind of team together one way and a, a certain kind of team will cause you problems and you put a team together a different way. And, I mean, look at men's basketball right there they were built for so many years as this offensive juggernaut running gun three point slinging uh you know and now you're watching this year and it's defense it's low post grind it out it's grind it out and and that's it's it's tough you know like but certain matchups are always gonna cause you different problems and i think uh um just understanding what our identity is which i think we know now and continuing to build on that i think kind of prior to that i think that's one thing you know andy coming in and and paul and demir and all of us sitting down we all have kind of the same vision of how we want to see things um and that helps to be able to then start recruiting the right pieces to the puzzle um so that uh you know the hard thing is uh you know, you got to wait nine months to <laughs> right. to do it all over again. But, uh, I mean, it's kind of the nature of the beast, you know. I think, uh, you know, we're all, like you said, every, there's only so many teams right now that aren't doing the same thing I'm o- doing. Only only one team there's goes only, on in their terms. There's only 16 Division One teams right now that are, hap- that are uh, you know, still smiling right now. And, and 15 of those. Yeah. Are not going to be when yeah. it's all said. Yeah, when it's, it's. I always say like when we don't make it like every week. I feel I like I feel a little bit better. <laughs> a little bit better. <laughs> I mean, better, not yeah. just like, and it makes you feel better. Like 
to be honest, when, like, you do lose, listen, it wasn't a 4-1 game against Wright State. It was because they scored four goals. <laughs> but, or as Miki said, it was 4-0, apparently. Uh, I think you forgot uh, or maybe stopped paying attention or whatever. But uh, it wasn't that kind of a game. It just got away from us, and then we chased the game. And the horses got out of the barn. I mean, yeah, yeah you, you, you've seen that before. You ch- and then you're not just – it doesn't matter if you lose Tuesday. I mean, only only two year you got to go for it and – you know, teams like Wright State with some special attacking players are going to make you make you pay when you do stuff like that. So, uh, but you got to go out swinging. You know, you can't just. You know, um, I see it sometimes watching games, and I'm like, I mean, do you got to keep four in the back? I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, man. Like at the end of the day, like it's, it's ending in four minutes, one way or the other. So, <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, I mean, it's. It, we're close, you know, and uh, and I think uh, we got a schedule next year that, of course, uh, you know, Butler, St. John's, uh, Marshall, you know, and keep going down the list. I'm sure I won't even say them all because you'll be like, "What are you thinking?" And well, we'll have that yearly check coming yeah, up in, we'll in a few that. months. Well, so it's, yeah, could could get even more. Uh, I'll ask like, who does the scheduling around here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, let me answer that in a few months. Maybe it's Andy. Maybe it's me. Yeah, so, that, uh, that, that all depends. You're listening to the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Visit them on the web at www.evanslawgrp.com. Men's Soccer Edition. He is Eric Pogue. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just search hashtag Where the Bear. Click subscribe, and you are in there. Final couple minutes of the podcast here, Coach. You look at it though. In totality, I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of moments certainly that, that do leave a smile on your face. You you look at what Sullivan Lauderdale was able to do. I mean, you just keep churning out, you know, that position. That's what you do. That's what you've done for a very long time. You don't have to believe me. You can check the pros if you want, uh, but it's easier just to believe me when I say <laughs> it. But uh, you know, you look at it and as you talked about. You have the pieces in place. You have the staff in place. I mean, this contending for Horizon League championships. That's that's the norm now, right? Yeah, I mean. I think, you know, the you kind of look at Wright State right now, and I'm just using them because they did, but, I mean, their team was almost all seniors. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me a little bit of our 14 team where, you know, they're, they're solid in the back, not special, but just, you know, like didn't give up easy goals, you know. Um, and, and, and the formula worked. I mean, they went in, got the win in Notre Dame. They, yeah, lost, a mean, coin they, flip. they lost a coin flip to Michigan. Yeah, and I watched the game, and they were – to me they were the better team on the day um uh so but uh yeah so i mean they're one step away from a sweet 16 you know playing against uh, wake forest you know and and so it just shows you know if you would have asked probably jake slamaker the head coach great great coach great team after you know we beat them and i mean the score wasn't like didn't say convincing but it was convincing Mm -hmm. you know they changed some things up they changed systems and they kind of went went through what we did in 14 where we were like 0 and 5 and Looking you know they answers, they yeah. kind of did that like midstream and then they went back to their roots and 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 caught fire at the right time but they were a veteran laden team and I think for us the core pieces are in place I mean I think Charlie Braithwaite's gonna you know use this learning year it's always hard with JUCOs you know and to be fair Charlie was fantastic he to, was to to get what you got out of uh, a JUCO you know, a lot of times it's hard to, and we asked them to play a position that really didn't recruit them to play, to be fair to them. We brought them to play in on the wing, and, you know, he ends up playing as a target nine for you. Well, what what about that, though, Eric? I mean, 
the way that you guys as a staff were able to to put pieces in place that maybe and we saw this this happen with the Flint City Bucks. Obviously, we talk about Andy Wagstaff and Jamir Muftari. I mean, they they won a national title, and I think they had like 14 different starting center back combinations yeah, in, in yeah. 20 games or something like that. I mean, is that something you guys do as a staff together? Is, is how does that work? Yeah, I think you know that's the that's the great part about having guys that. I mean, listen, we've all been friends for a real, real long time. First and foremost, we've all we're friends, teammates. We've all like like been head coaches and they've been we they've been assistants or I've been assistants and they've been right. head coaches we all kind of grew up under the Gary Parsons uh Steve Sargent um Michigan Bucks you know um so that's ingrained in us and so I think you know you have that much kind of brain power and so many kind of different ideas and then throw in you know a few different guys like Tomas you know Brazilian as a little bit different take on things and his you know his video analysis and all that like we do a really good job of preparing our team game to game for you know whatever situation arises you know and and so I feel like our guys are prepared and sometimes different combinations of players work and sometimes they don't you know so I think we do a pretty good job of that because we also train like we play you know, we might not be out there for two hours, but we're going to train for 70 minutes at the speed that we want to play. And this year, the depth of the team was such that when if we were playing 11 v 11 against each other, I mean, it wasn't like just one team's ransacking the other yeah, team. You got some work in. Yeah. So it, that part helps, you know, when you really have some young depth, you know, mixed in with some some leaders and some young bucks that aren't afraid to to tangle the antlers you know with the other guys so uh i think every game going in we between the video analysis um of the game before and kind of learning each game you know how to get better and tweaking and tweaking and tweaking and tweaking until you got it down and then it just comes down to execution um so i think we had the system down we knew what we needed to do it just came down to um just consistency and execution in the final third um and you know i think uh you know obviously we'll miss our 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 uh, seniors that we're losing i mean they've been i'm just disappointed i think one of the main things is that you know these guys you know guys like spencer nolf and aj shaw and uh, you know, keep going down, but those the guys, that, Blue guys, you know, guys that, you know, Evan, so guys that have been here for four years that believed in us and signed with us, you know, right after that 14 and 15, you know, years and came in with that expectation and to not be able to send them out with a, with a conference championship, I think, you know, is something that, you know, we were, were hoping to do and we were working to do. And I really believe putting the staff together, you know, that was my hope is I needed to you know, give us every them and us every opportunity to be successful as as possible so um, we'll miss them greatly but I think uh, you know um, all the efforts the those guys in the past couple years seniors that put in will help us and they'll be a part of that championship that comes next year and the next year after that because um, God, who forgot to turn their phone off? <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're 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 excited. I mean, guys need a little bit of downtime, and then uh, I know they're ready to to get back after it. And um, 
we'll put a good spring season together and play six or seven games, get a couple, see if we can get Detroit City on the schedule now that they're a, a pro team that can get an exemption if we play them. So maybe we get a game down in Keyworth against those guys and, uh, and you know, really put us in position, uh, like we said, find out those guys were losing. Do we have those guys in place? Um, are they close? If they're close, then, then what summer teams do we put them in? What environments? And say Adam McAleenan and Luke Morrell. That's a really good center back pairing. Well, let's keep them together. They're somewhere s together somewhere because that's only going to get better. As yeah, time um, goes on. And right. so we gotta we gotta find the right summer situation for each guy to put them in position to come back and mix that in with a recruiting class because the end of the day recruiting class is great but they've done nothing on a college soccer field you know for us so those, those are just the facts of the so matter, it's coach. it's it's yeah you recruit him and you're like oh he's good and you know, you, you know but at the end of the day you don't know until you get here and and so if you're not comfortable with what what you're leaving with um come april like you know it's, it's you gotta find some answers you you do but you know it's usually not a good omen you know, sure. you want to you want to leave with that solid base, that solid foundation of like, all right, we got this and we'll just they're going to get better. And the guys we add in, but we don't need like a savior like that. We need this guy to come in and score 15 goals for us or whatever, um, because, you know, that's that's just kind of setting your, your team up for failure. So but I think the the plans in place a process in place the you know we got some great guys returning you got when you got a Sullivan Lauderdale returning and a Luke Morrell and a Adam McAleenan and a Noah Jensen and a Charlie Braithwaite and you know the list keeps going you know Dylan Borzak you know you got guys like that returning I think they see it they see you know um the you know what we got and I think they trust in us that now we know what we need to bring into, and uh, I think they're already itching to kind of get back. But you got to kind of pull the reins for them because right. between some, uh, winter and spring, and then straight into summer, they might not get a break again. You know, once we start in January until you know week here, week there, but they might not get a break till. Let's hope uh, this time it's. You know, Sweet 16 and yeah, beyond, you know, so you're talking there, uh, yeah. 11 months, you know, and I think that's also, you know, just uh, being able to, this is all luck really, or just, but some of it is preventative is can we, can we keep guys healthy, you know, and can we um, just kind of, and that kind of starts in the weight room with like flexibility training and, um we call it activation or whatever just especially in the core areas and the you know uh adductors and you know guy breaks his leg you you i mean that's not something you can control but can you control these muscle uh, strain sprains yeah can you control that especially like everything with soccer kind of obviously comes in through that that you know core area of you know between your knees and your your core so you know we want to work on that area um and just flexibility training and stuff so that we can stay as healthy as possible and be as deep as we can because inevitably you're always going to need, you know, you're going to need everybody. You yeah, know? absolutely. So, well, well, Coach, I certainly appreciate you carving out the time. I know it doesn't taste like it right now, but, but it was a good season. And uh, certainly the pieces you laid out, 
uh, lends a lot of excitement for next year. There's no question about it. You've been very great with us all season long. You're always available and you're always willing to talk and you have things to say. So I'm appreciative and thankful for that. Well, uh, I appreciate everything you do just for the the program and and you know supporting you know not only Oakland soccer and the staff but our players and you know guys recognize that kind of stuff. I mean. They know when people are there. They know when people are genuine. They know when people support them, and they know true soccer people, you know. And and you're one of those guys. So, uh, you know, I, I, it it was a good season, but it, it just was, doesn't taste like it right now. It, it was good. It just wasn't. It it could have been better. It should have been better. And I think uh, that'll that'll keep us hungry next year um, to get back uh, to where. You know, we want to be year in and year out, and I think we're there. It's just at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta play well um, for two to three games over a five to six day period, because that's what it all comes down to. That's what it all comes down to. No question. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Search hashtag Where the Bear. Click subscribe, and you are in there. Big thank you to Eric Pogue. Big thank you to the Evans Law Group as well, and of course, a big thank you. To you guys, the listeners, that's the reason we do it all out there. So look forward to catching up with you next time. This is the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule. Thank you for listening, everybody. Well, see you later.